Well, good morning, my friends. How are you today? Every day, another one or two people subscribe, and uh, so we're gradually building an audience with this. If you haven't already signed up for the uh, texting that we do every day, I probably have 130-something already, uh, they get a one-minute text. So if you'd like that, text me at 951-236-7262, and uh, it's easy to delete. You can uh, get rid of it really quick, or you can just tell us to stop. But uh, we're going through the fruit of the Spirit right now, and we do one fruit a day and you have the text and you have a thought and you have a prayer and one minute it's gone (laughs) and you at least thought about God and let God's word soak into your soul for a minute so uh, anyway let me know 951-236-7262 one more at least message on transformation this is I I really call it the glory sermon but it's uh, sunrise from the top of Mount Sinai we uh, I took a whole group to the Middle East uh, boy just before I left La Sierra Church so this is anyway 2007 probably in there somewhere 48 of us and a big bus pastors from New Orleans New Zealand and then uh, some from our church and then lay people so it's a terrific trip terrific. Egypt. We finished Egypt. We ended up in Sharm el-Sheikh, which is a wonderful beach place on the Red Sea. Oh, how badly I wanted to go scuba diving, but we just didn't have time to make that work. And so we got back on the bus and uh, drove three hours through some of the most awful scenery I have ever seen. I mean, it's moonscape. I crossed us... peninsula there. Stayed in the worst hotel that we had been in, the worst food of the trip. Had to wake up at 2 in the morning. You start hiking at 2.30, and it's two and a half hours, basically right straight up the mountain. It's a road for a while, and then it's a trail. And I had carried things. I wanted to be ready for with cameras, and I wanted a jacket in case it was cold, which it really was up there. You start out in cold, but boy, you walk that hard, and I was sweating and soaking wet. At a certain point, when the light just began to get a little light, you could see 75 camels uh, kneeling, I guess you would call it, by the side of the trail with their beautiful uh, blankets over them. So many people had rented a camel or a donkey to ride up there. But at that point, now everyone's on their own. There's a thousand steps. After you've already hiked that far, there's a thousand steps right up to the top of the mountain. And you got to get up there in time for the sunrise, or what was the point <laughs> of doing this? Luckily, there's a lot of people on the steps, so you had to wait, you know, a little bit. So I, I made it. I don't know if I could do it today. Why did we do all that? So we could stand on the very spot where Moses got the Ten Commandments. At least that's the theory. (laughs) Not everyone agrees. Why be there at sunrise? Uh, No moral significance, but it just seems special to see the sunrise over Mount Sinai. So here we are, seven or eight hundred people up there. There's a little chapel off to the side. I don't think there's anything else there. I don't know if there's even water uh, or food or anything. But someone started uh, Amazing Grace, and uh, it was pretty, pretty cool to see seven or eight hundred people all singing up there i don't very often drive 10 minutes to get ice cream and i wish i did but i don't drive an hour to go see the dodgers or the lakers or to go to the beach but we hike straight up a mountain for the law for the ten commandments nobody likes the law nobody likes anybody telling them what to do there was a man on the trip told me one night he said well, that's one thing I hate is somebody telling me what to do because we had a tour guide that was pretty clear about what we all ought to do. And we're all grown people as old or older than she was. But boy, she was uh, strong. And uh, the tour guide had to come back and uh, tell a few of us off back there. And uh, that wasn't much fun to be told off 
like that. Remember the Bill Cosby story? Maybe you've never seen this, but it was pretty funny. He would tell about going out to dinner with an old couple. He and his wife are in the back seat. That old man is driving in front, and his wife is sitting in the passenger seat, and they had a GPS, a lady's voice, and that voice kept saying, now turn right, now turn left. But the old man's wife repeated every direction, as if he hadn't heard, now turn left, Joe, now turn right. At the restaurant, the woman went into the restroom, and he asked the old man, how do you stand it? The wife repeating everything the machine said. The old man said, what machine? (laughs) He heard her twice. He thought it was his wife both times. Nobody likes laws and rules and being told what to do. But for some reason, we hiked up there in the middle of the night to see the Ten Commandments, place that had been given to Moses. If you've seen the old movie uh, Groundhog Day, where Bill Murray ends up living the same day over and over again, and there's a point where he doesn't you know, he doesn't care what happens to him because tomorrow he's going to jump back into life and live that day over again so he can do anything. So he's driving a car and everyone's drunk and they're driving down the railroad tracks and he's saying, I'm not going to let anybody tell me what to do anymore. They told me, don't hit your sister, don't do this, don't do that. He said, I am not going to listen to anybody. And all of a sudden, they're facing the light of a train coming down the tracks and these drunk guys in the car said, uh, maybe that's one law we ought to follow. <laughs> At the last minute, they swerved off the way. And here Paul says it about the law, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 6, he has made us ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. How can he say that? The letter is talking about the law. Adventists have been scared about this text for years. The letter kills. Is it talking about the Ten Commandments? That's what people say it's talking about. The Ten Commandments, if you keep that, you're legalistic and it will kill you and eat up your soul. And still we hiked up to the top of a mountain to see that where the Ten Commandments came. When God spoke the law, it says it terrified everybody. Exodus 20, verse 18, when the people saw the thunder and the lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain and smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and they said to Moses, speak to us yourself and we will listen. But do not have God speak to us anymore or we will die. Why did God do that? Create this context of fear around the Ten Commandments. So people have spent 3,500 years since trying to get out of the law. Law has been done away with, only given to the Jews. We're not under law, but under grace. The law was nailed to the cross. Well, we've got to find some answers to that. Obviously, uh, many of us have had experience with the law that did kill. The problem might have been the law, but the way the law was spoken to us, the way people tried to be the law for us. Uh, and if the Lord, if the law has killed your soul along the way, I hope that you'll give us another chance as we wrestle through this issue. The Bible says that we're supposed to be glory. There was a Shekinah glory over the camp, the Shekinah glory in the most holy place. And inside that ark, there is the Ten Commandment law. So how does this all work? Anyway, I pray that you will stay with us uh, the next three or four or five days as we go through this. The whole theme of glory and the Ten Commandments. Why did we hike to the top of that mountain? So God bless you. Have a great day. And may you live for the glory of God today. And uh, come back tomorrow and we'll push this a little farther. God bless. Have a great day.